Greetings, D&D players, enthusiasts, and observers alike, and welcome back to Chronicles of Kriath! My name is Emma, and I will be your DM today and every day that this wonderful campaign exists. As per usual, let's go around the virtual table and reintroduce all of our lovely players. Starting, of course, with the one who hates to start, Rosie! It is I, Rosie! I don't know why I started that way, but... I am playing Elon, a champion fighter from the city of Kriath, and I am also the ultimate pretty boy. I guess I'm going back to that thing, so. And here we are. Here we are indeed, and we will gladly welcome back the pretty boy status as we move from the pretty boy of the party <laughs> to the good boy of the party and his player, Andrew. It is I, Andrew, playing Thaelthu, the reborn lizard folk, druid, cleric of the star-related things. Surprised I remember that exactly from it being so long since we last played. Indeed. For you guys, it hasn't been that long, but for us, it's been a little bit of a... We took a little bit of a break from recording for a bit. So, but now that we are back, let us move on to our resident dad of the party and the dad playing him, Jeremy. Hey everybody, I'm Jeremy, and I play Damien. And Damien is resident dad of at least one member of the party, and tries to at least be a good friend to the others. Fair enough. And we move on to his adopted child, and his player, Nathan. Hello, hello, hello. I am back up in this bitch, ready to play. Uh, I'm uh, Nathan playing Rubo. Asimar, pain in the ass, uh, local fuckboy extraordinaire. Fuckboy extraordinaire indeed. And we move on from him to his partner in crime and her player, Gia. Hello, friends out there. Um, it's me, Gia. I am here back as the spooky gal, uh, the spooky sorceress, who's having a time, chat with Darcy. <laughs> Forgot to say her name. Uh, having a bad time. <laughs> When is she not having a bad time at this point, honestly? Honestly, never. It's been years since she had a good time. Let's be honest. <laughs> it has been years. Hey, we had a good time when we screwed that mayor over. Yeah, that was that was that was nice. That was that was a light in darkness. Indeed. Indeed it was. I don't remember that. Elon wasn't there. Yeah, jokes. <laughs> anyway, with that, now that we've met our characters once again and gotten everybody reintroduced to let's get into our recap shall we so last time on the chronicles of chat when having a bad time our still unnamed band of adventurers was very promptly rushed out of bed by Chatwin, who is very desperate to get back to the andrus isle and save her family who have all been imprisoned and are facing trial in about a week's time they very quickly found a boat willing to take them, along with their horses and cart, to to the small island, and they set sail. Everyone found a variety of ways to stay busy, from flying, to crafting, to writing. However, the calm before the storm gave way to a small stretch of choppy water as Chatwin discovered a cloaked man making his way into Damien and Rubo's room during the night. So... We come back to the party as Chatwin pulls him back by the cloak, keeping a firm hold of him as she spots the shine of steel appearing from underneath a cloak in the darkness. Everyone roll initiative, please. Uh, do I? I just, I gotta try. 
do I have the chance to actually, like, mechanically grapple this individual before initiative begins? I didn't listen back to the last episode, so I don't remember if you did that already or not. So, yeah. I don't think I rolled last time to try and grapple. Okay, so then I will have you roll the grapple. So that's opposed athletics or acrobatics, I believe, on your end. Okay. My athletics is okay, so I got a chance here. I gotta try. Ooh, so that's gonna be 16 total? Yeah, that's gonna do it. He rolled a 13. So Yes! <laughs> yeah, so you managed to, as you pull him back by the cloak, I'd say get enough of a grip on him, if you want to describe exactly how you're holding him, to render him unable to move. I think I just, when I once I see the steel, I pull the hood kind of over his face and wrap an arm around, like kind of putting in a headlock. Just going like, oh shit, wake, 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 wake up, wake up, wake up! <laughs> and just start yelling. Fantastic. Um, so I'm going to roll his initiative really quickly. Alrighty, so did anyone roll above a 20? Elon did. Okay, what did Elon roll? Uh, so did Rubo oh, with wow. a natural 20 plus 2. Same! Oh my god! So we have two nat 20s for initiative. Like it was meant to be. Hell yeah. <laughs> it was meant to be. We were meant to play today. I, I have a plus six to my initiative. Yeah, I have a plus two. So you're definitely going first. It goes by dex modifier. Yeah. Well, no, but she's got a 26. I got a 22. Oh, okay, fair. Right? So I go first, pretty much. Um, Here's the thing. If I remember correctly, Elon's at the very end of the hallway, at the very last door. Yeah. And was asleep. You specifically chose the very end. Yes, I did. Okay. Am I waking today is the question. That's going to be the question because I'm going to have to have you roll some perception checks, sir. Oh. But at least this way we have you in the initiative for when everything goes down. Did anyone roll from a 20 to a 15? I got a 15. 15 for Damien. Got it. 15 to 10. 12. 12 for Chatwin. Thelthu, what'd you get? I got an eight. Rip. Okay, what's your dex modifier? Zero. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. Jeepers, I don't like that. Who needs dex? Okay. So with that, we have our initiative order and we shall get started with the battle. We are going to go ahead and cut to the end of the hall first with Elon. Go ahead and roll me a perception check. Okay. At um, you said you were asleep, correct? Yeah, I. It was in the middle of the night. I'm pretty sure, right? Yes. So, actually, what's your passive perception? Passive perception is a thirteen. Thirteen. Okay. I am going to say that with that, give me a roll at disadvantage. Okay. First roll, I rolled a 16 without adding anything. And the second roll, I rolled a 4. Great. So let's take that 4. I have a 7 total. Yeah, with a 7, you're not going to be able to hear Chatwin cry out. All right. Let me, let me try my best. Hold on. <laughs> there you go. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> yep. Elon is snoring away. And that is his turn. So we will cut over to Rubo, who you were sleeping as well, correct? Oh, uh, yeah, I would have been asleep for sure. Okay. It's Rubo. But what is your passive perception, sir? Is 14. 14? Okay, yeah. I'm also going to have you roll with disadvantage. With disadvantage? 
But we're right outside his room. But you are also asleep, good sir. Oh. Basically, how I'm how I'm doing it is this way, guys. I mean, I know this isn't necessarily the rule. I know some people there is no official rule as far as I know for perception checks while asleep. So if your passive is under 15, I'm gonna have you roll, is basically what I'm doing. That makes sense. Uh, so that's an eight for me. God damn it. I'm gonna get murdered. Yeah, you I have a plus you, four, but I, I rolled a four on the disadvantage. Hold on, hold on, hold on. We both rolled twenties and now we both rolled fours. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> Rulon is meant to be. Rulon ex- is real. <laughs> it's been so long. <laughs> Ru- Rulon is in the recording tonight. <laughs> the spirit of Rulon is with us tonight, guys. How could we fail? <laughs> I'm going to regret saying those words in like 30 minutes, aren't I? Probably. Uh, (laughs) Okay. You also, you're snoring too loudly to hear Chatwin squeak out, wake up. So you are remaining asleep. (laughs) So then we move to Damien. What is your passive perception, sir? Uh, my passive perception, 17. Ooh. Okay, so you would wake up. You're damn right I would. Damien pays attention to everything. Just like just like he does that loud dad snoring, but wakes up at the slightest goddamn sound. All that baby training came in. <laughs> he wakes up and he's like, I wasn't sleeping. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. It, it fits. So used to waking up to the faint cry of a wee babe. <laughs> mm-hmm. But Damien, you would wake up to the sound of Chatwin essentially being like, wake up. <laughs> and you would see Chatwin holding a cloaked figure whose face you can't quite see because she has now pulled the hood down over their face <laughs> in a headlock. Shits, shits. <laughs> and they appear to be struggling. <laughs> Damien is going to grab his shield rush uh, his shield rush up like grab his gauntlet and his shield rush up and try to grab this guy as well and he's gonna yell in a booming voice get out of your beds <laughs> okay thank you you're better at that than i am <laughs> and so what are you trying to do then you're trying to uh grapple this guy as well yep okay roll athletics or acrobatics that's a 21 athletics check Oh, damn. Yeah, that's not going to do it. So you go ahead and grab him as well. Describe exactly how you're kind of grabbing a hold of him. Are you taking him away from Chatwin or are you just assisting her by further? Uh, I'm going to take his arms and kind of like restrain him to his body in a big like bear hug. Almost like I'm getting ready to suplex a man. Okay, got it. So in that case, we will go ahead and as you sort of pin this guy's arms to his body... We are going to actually move to Chatwin. What are you doing now that you've got this dude in a headlock and Damien's got a death grip on him? Could I, without spending an action or anything, just grab by the back of the head, yank back to see who it is? Yes, you can. <laughs> I'll, I'll release my grapple if I have to, because I know Damien's got him, but I do want to just grab by the back of the head and yank backwards and just look. Technically, with both of you holding him, he would be restrained. Since there's really no way with Damien holding him by the arms and you kind of holding him in a headlock, there's really no way for him to attack in that sense. But he can still attempt to break it on his turn. 
But yeah, I would say that seeing as part of your hold was to hold the hood down over his face, you would be able to sort of pull his head back to see who it is. So as you pull the head back to get a look, you see- It's the also. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no! Dun, dun, dun. Oh my gosh. His villain arc is here. (laughs) Not the good boy, but regardless- You see a middle-aged man, like mid-30s, late-30s maybe, with dark hair. It's kind of hard to see in the dark colors-wise, but one noticeable thing, like his hair is very long. It looks like it's pulled back into like a ponytail behind the hood from what you can tell. And the noticeable thing for you really is the... He has a prominent scar on his face. It's like the left side. It looks like some sort of blade cut him down the left side of his face. I don't recognize him at all. Just a stranger. Nope. Uh, You do not recognize him at all. Okay. He hasn't made any aggressive move, but I've still got him grappled. So I am just going to, since I've got headlock with one arm I'm and I've got his head yanked back, I'm going to bite the end of my glove and take the glove off. And I will center heat my hands, because I can do that. My hands are extremely hot. And just hold two fingers hovering above his eyes. And just very quietly say, what's your fucking business down here? Who the fuck are you? And I will hold my action to, can I hold my action to jab my fingers in his eyes if he tries anything? Sure, you can. As he kind of, like, he looks at your (laughs) fingers for a second and you can see kind of, like, there is, like, the remnants of surprise in his face as you sort of caught him off guard. He seemed to be confident that he wasn't going to be seen as he kind of looks past the fingers and up towards your eyes. Just kind of smirks and just goes, Wouldn't you like to know, little miss? And that's going to end at least the speaking portion of your turn. You said you're going to hold the action to jam your... I'll hold my action to just attack with, like, basically just inflict some fire damage on him if he tries anything. Okay. Sounds good. In that case, we are going to move to him, and you're going to see his eyes sort of dart in the direction of the door, though he can't really see it being held in the doorway. And he is going to very quickly whistle, at which point you hear, like, what sounds like another door open and, like, tapping of something on wood that you're not necessarily sure, but it sounds like something is coming in your direction. And with that, he is going to go ahead and try and break Damien's hold on him. Well, both of your holds, technically, which I believe is still an opposed... Acrobatics, athletics. So. Oh, do you need us to roll again then? Yes, I'm gonna need. Okay. I'm gonna say I'm gonna need both of you to roll again just to see. Mine's an 18. Ooh, I rolled a 19 on the die. Uh, plus five, 24. And also at the end of that, I'm gonna stick him in the eyes because he tried to escape. <laughs> Absolutely, Damien. <laughs> he does manage to break your hold on his arms. So, chat when you still have him in the headlock and go ahead and roll to jam your your fingers in his eyes. <laughs> Is that just an unarmed attack? An unarmed strike? <laughs> uh, you didn't say that you were preparing a spell, so yes, I'm going to say that's an unarmed strike. Yeah. Dope. 
<laughs> uh, that's a dirty 20. That, that'll that hit, yeah. Yeah. And just to, just for flavor, can I do three fire damage instead of, like, bludgeoning? Just for, just for flavor. Sure, you can. You can blind him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he just got two hot fire pokers to the eyes. <laughs> but yeah, Damien, he's gonna sort of wiggle his body to the point where he manages to sort of, like push you away slightly and loosen your grip with his foot, allowing him to free his arms from your grip. All right. And that's going to be his his turn. Felthu, we now move to you as these two struggle with the assailant. Where were you in all of this? Uh, In a bedroom, I believe. Or, oh, was I? Oh, goodness, it has been a long time. What time is it is the question, because if depending on how late it is, he actually might be a... We're still on the boat, right? Yes, you are still on the boat. Yeah, so depending on how late it is, he might still be on deck. Okay, it is about like two or three in the morning. Yeah, then he, he would be uh, in one of the rooms. I don't remember which one, though. Okay, so I'm going to have you... Uh, what's your passive perception? Sure, it is... Oh, goodness. Uh, passive is what? It's like 10 plus perception? Yes. 16, then. 16 okay so you would hear like faint the faint sound of at first the faint sound of Chatwin cry out something that you wouldn't be able to make out words and then you would hear the booming voice of Damien going everyone out of your beds I mean that makes sense certainly he isn't asleep anyway yeah I mean probably will get up and go to the hallway and I don't I don't know how much movement that would take but I would say that Let's just say you picked one of the rooms sort of in the middle between uh, Rubo and Damien's room and Alon's. So that would give you about, I'd say like 20 feet from where you are to, since they're sort of half in, half out of the room, you would really only see Chatwin holding on to somebody. Yeah, I mean, in the doorway, seeing that, it's just going to yell out, what, what's, what is going on? And I, I guess I'll just hold and... I'm going to stay in the doorway because I don't know what's happening. I'm just going to hold an action to see if I see someone, you know, if I see a hostile person, somebody brandishing a weapon, I'm going to cast a guiding bolt on them. Okay. Sounds good. So with that, we will move back to the top of the round. Elon, at this point, I would say that you would be woken up by Damien's much louder call to for everyone to get up. Elon is probably going to be up on his feet probably almost immediately because you know he's used to being a guard and shit like this happens he grabs his sword he's probably not gonna have his armor on so i will not have armor for this i guess combat oh yeah that's a good point is everyone's because we just woke up out of sleep so nobody has armor on yeah 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 <laughs> Uh-oh. my, my ac is a great total of 12 because i have a shield in my hand I think technically if you have light armor, you're allowed to sleep in that, but medium and heavy, you can't, I believe. I, uh, hold on, I actually have to look, because I don't know. I don't wear armor anyways, so. <laughs> Either way, yeah, I'm, I'll figure it out in a moment, but. Uh, Rubo is fully nude. <laughs> this is going to be fun. <laughs> oh boy, yeah, so Elon is probably going to exit the room, and he's going to move. Try to move as much as possible at first, but in the same way that Thelthu is kind of like looking out, you know, Elon's also, so I'm not going to dash or anything, but I'm going to be like getting up and starting that way. And that's my turn. 
Okay. Sounds good. It would be, since you're at the very end of the hall, it would probably be 30, 30 feet to the room. So it would probably take most of your movement to get out of the most if not all of your movement to get out of the room and get down the hallway to where you see Chatwin struggling with somebody that you can't quite make out yeah so I'm probably I'd say 10 feet away from them is what I'll say okay perfect so with that we move on to Rubo who would definitely have been woken up by Damien's booming voice like right next to him shouting for him to get up the fuck is going on? Rubo does sleep with the dagger underneath his pillow. Uh, so he pulls the dagger hearts out and sees this figures now wrapped up in the doorway. Yes, it would be pretty dark. So it would be, wait, you're a human or no, you're an Asimar. So you still have dark vision. Um, so you would be able to make out the the distinction of the three figures, like in an unknown figure. Chatwin have holding him in a headlock and Damien right in front of him. Oh right, it's dark, so also Elon wouldn't have been able to see anyway, so that's fine. True. Very true. Um Damien, are we killing this guy? I think Chatwin wants to have a little chat with him. Ah! <laughs> I've got him in a headlock, my fingers in his eyes. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Mm-hmm. And he he didn't even really flinch at you jamming your fingers in his eyes, Chatwin. This bastard. Uh, and Alon is not near. It's just this. The only people I can see are Chatwin and Damien. Yeah, the only people you can see right now are Chatwin and Damien. Okay. I think I'm just. I I now have fucking spells. Uh, I think I'm. I think I'm gonna cast bless on me, Chatwin, and Damien. Alrighty. Uh, just to make sure we got a little little buffage here if we need. And I'll be like, uh, just let me know if you need anything else, Chatwin. Who's <laughs> like jamming eyes into this guy. Fingers <laughs> in this guy's eyes. Like you guys just see like Rubo wears his like little brooch thing and it's like kind of glows from his like pile of clothes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Make me one more quick perception check, Rubo. Uh, 17. Okay. So with that, as the you mentioned the the brooch and it glowing, sort of, you watch as his eyes kind of dart over to it and you see his jaw sort of clench and this even though like his eyes are sort of they had just been jammed by Chatwin's fingers and you can see like he's still sort of blinking back like the slight sting of having fingers shoved in his eyes. He's sort of, he's not really paying attention to her and what she's doing anymore. He's glaring over at you now. I I, I do look good, thank you. Butt naked. <laughs> Dagger in hand. And with that, we will move over to that tap tap tapping that you heard Chatwin earlier. Is going to get a bit closer and Elon and Thelthu, who are in the hallway, you're going to hear that tap tap tapping and if you kind of look over your shoulders you will see two looming canine figures looking more like wolves but with two heads turn the corner of the hallway and start snarling at both of you i think that would activate my held action because they seem pretty hostile if they're snarling (laughs) It, it would indeed yes um, I'm going to guiding bolts. I don't know, 
Is there one on the left, one on the right, I guess? Yes. Let's go with the left one. Okay. That is a 22 to hit. That, that does hit, yes. Cool. I just need to pull up Guiding Bolt. That is 46 Radiant, which is uh, 14 Radiant, and the next attack roll on the left one has advantage. And yeah, you you shoot your bolt of light at him, and it yelps and sort of jumps back a little bit, and the one on the right only snarls even more as they then finish their movement, and I will say are just able to get up to you, Thel, probably, Thelthu. Yeah. But that would be their entire move and dash, I think. Yeah, so... Well, actually, no, it wouldn't. It would just be their movement. So um, the one on the right is going to keep running. The one on the left that you attacked is actually going to stop where you were. The one on the right doesn't quite make it to Elon, but it's pretty close to you, Elon, uh, in the hallway. But the one that you attacked is going to make an attack on you, Thelthu. That's a 22 to hit. Yeah, that'll hit. Alrighty. So that is going to go ahead and be, that's going to be uh, seven piercing damage as its teeth sink into your arm. And I'm going to need you to make me a con save, sir. Con save. Okay. That is an eight. An eight. Perfect. That doesn't. Uh, is it about poison actually? Cause I think there's a thing with reborn. If it's poison, if I remember incorrectly. It is technically a poison. Uh, let me double check. I believe I have advantage. Oh, it's yep. I have advantage against being poisoned. So if that's that, I get to roll with advantage. Okay, go ahead. So that six becomes a 13. Then you just save, sir. Cool. So you feel this poison coursing through your, your undead veins and manage to, um, but your body manages to counteract it and you feel no effects. So you just take the seven damage. As it omnom noms on your arm. And we move back into the room with the assassin to Damien. <laughs> well, I'm, I suppose I'm just going to punch him in the gut. Alrighty, roll the hit. Is he still grappled? Uh, Yes, he is still grappled. Do we get advantage on melee attacks? Or is that only for restrained? I think that might only be for restrained, but let me double check that. You're also blessed, don't forget. You are blessed. Yep, so uh, it doesn't grant advantage with the grapple. Damn. Um, it just means that they can't move anywhere, so their speed becomes zero. Yep. Uh, so they can't move anywhere, but they can still attack. So I'll use, uh, I'll, that's a 13 to hit. Uh, roll a d4. That's a plus four. 17? 17 will hit, yes. And that will be 10 damage to the gut. Owie. Yeah, he he crumples up a little in the headlock, and you hear a sharp exhale as all the breath <sighs> leaves his body with that punch. Yeah, could just like be a good boy and stop resisting. And you hear him like inhale sharply because not a chance. And we move on to Chatwin. In a headlock, I am going to put move my hands to cover his eyes. And his head is right next to mine, and I'm going to whisper in his ear, your mind is going to belong to me. I'm going to cast Phantasmal Force on him. Okay. Um, please remind me what that does. He needs to make 
a intelligence saving throw. Otherwise, he is affected by an illusion that I dictate what it is. It is no larger than a 10-foot cube, and it's only perceivable to him. Um, but it is whatever I decide it is. Okay. You said intelligence save, correct? Yes. That is a 18 for the save. Damn. That saves. Um, you see momentarily eyes open up all over Chatwin's face. And the pupils in her eyes burst, which makes the blackness kind of spread out a bit. And they all open for a moment, but as the spell fails, the rainbow light pouring out of all of them kind of flickers and they all close at once as the spell fails. After that, I will just go ahead and since he's in headlock and that doesn't take effect, I keep my hands over his eyes and go like, hmm, I activate my Freety's aura. All right, so... so- Moments later, boom, glowing eyes, glowing everything. So there's light filling up this hallway now for the people who can't see. Beautiful. Um, And I think that does do immediate damage because he's touching me. Yeah, I was about to ask about that. So how much damage does that do? Creature takes any creature takes fire damage equal to my charisma modifier. So he's just going to take four points of fire damage. Alrighty. And with that, we are going to go ahead and land on him. So now that his arm is free, he's actually going to uh, go ahead and reach back with the dagger and attempt to stab it into your side, Chatwin. Hit me, bitch. Try and get you to let him go. (laughs) I'm not letting go. (laughs) Well, that's a nat one. So um, his hand kind of flails wildly and he definitely does not catch you with the sword at least not that first time oh (laughs) i see but he kind of he kind of slips in your grip and you watch him kind of right himself and oh that's not much better um and he's gonna swing back for a 14 my ac is 11 yeah that hits (laughs) (laughs) Okay, and this time he is going to go ahead and stab it into your side for, I believe that is, okay, that's going to be nine points of piercing damage, and I need you to make a con save for me. Is this also for poison? Yes, so you do get advantage for that. Hi. Um, I mean, my con's pretty good, but that's still not a very good roll. That's only 15. That just makes it. Woo! That was the DC, ma'am. Uh, so you feel poison course into your bloodstream, and then you you sort of feel strange for a minute, and then sort of watch as it sort of... Your body almost expels the poison, since you don't really have blood flow. And you watch as instead of the typical blood that oozes out of Chatwin, it's like this sort of greenish color instead come on (laughs) and you see he looks a little grossed out by that but that is indeed his turn (laughs) so with that we move again to Thelthu you have a dog attached to your arm sir yeah I'm just gonna like upcast the heck out of guiding bolt on him because I have advantage on the roll go for it so with advantage 2d20s to hit which is a 12 plus 6 plus 1, which I forgot about from the magic weapon. So 17, uh, 
No, 19. 19 does hit. Cool. Uh, so upcasted to a fourth level is an additional 1d6 for each slot above the first. So it's uh, 4, 5, 6, 7d6 of radiant damage. Which equals 7d6 of radiant uh, which equates to 23 radiant damage. Yeah, and as you sort of shoot this guiding bolt, um, are you just, like, shooting it right in its face? I mean, it, where's this thing biting me? Like, on my arm, my leg? On your arm, yes. Yeah, so so normally he's using the bow to as focus, but in this case, he's probably just kind of more of... Mm, I think just stabbing down with this thing and, like, casting the light from the... Uh, from his crystal, or from the crystal that's in the bow. So more of just jamming down, but not really making connection with the bow as the light shoots down in a arrow form on him. Uh, and, and really, yeah, going for the head. <laughs> okay. And so you see this arrow sort of pierce through like a portion of the head and the one head that had a grip on your arm sort of stops moving. It doesn't quite let go, but you see the other one kind of like whine a little bit uh, as the other, the second head isn't moving and then sort of snarl up at you. Just I'll just glare at it and that's my turn. <laughs> Alrighty. And with that, we once again move back to the top of the round. Elon, you are up, sir. Alright, so you gotta remind me, I see a dog still kind of attached to Felthu. Yes, but it looks like it's kind of hanging on by a thread. One head isn't even moving and... There's another dog that looks untouched coming straight for you. It's probably about 10 feet away at most. Okay. Well, I'm just going to do the thing and be worried for Felthu. And I'm just going to chop that dog off his arm, hopefully. Alrighty, roll the hit. Alright. 9 plus 9, 18. 18 does hit. 7 plus 9, 16. 16 does hit as well. Okay, so that was my longsword and my short sword, And then we get a second attack, right? So... I'd say roll damage on the first attack first. And... Yeah, that's what I was wondering. The 8, 3 plus 6 is 9. And the short sword, ooh, a 6 plus 6. Uh, so 12 on the second hit for the short sword. Okay, 12 already takes him down, so um, floor, floor is yours on the on that one. Cool. Yeah, I'm probably gonna just say the longsword will, like, cut off the head, and the short sword, I just kind of, like, prick at the... And I'd say stab at the rest of the head is still holding on, and it, like, unlatches and falls down to the ground. Okay. Felthu, you no longer have a dog clinging to your arm. And you still have one more attack, sir. Where are you putting it? Uh, am I able to move and attack the last dog? Um, I'd say you can, yeah. Okay. I'm probably going to do that, because why not? And the first hit, ooh, 17 plus 9, 26 to hit. 26 hits, absolutely. And a short sword, I rolled a 10, 19 to hit. 19 also hits. Alright, so damage for the longsword, 6 plus 6, 12, and 3 plus 6, 9 for the short sword. So that's 21 total, correct? Believe so. 12 and 
12 plus 9 is 21. Listen, I'm yawning. I'm really tired. But yeah, you uh, lay into this other dog with your second set of attacks. And it's it's hanging in there as we move to Rubo. Okay, so dog is dead in the hallway. And do did I hear like that commotion going on out there? Yes, you would be able to hear the commotion going on outside. Okay. And now, like, Chatwin and Damien are, like, trying to do damage to this guy, I'm assuming is what it seems like. Yeah, you would see that. You wouldn't see much before the Afridi's aura, but you would be able to see the dude stab Chatwin in the side. Okay. As soon as he stabs Chatwin, I think I'm pissed. Uh, I'm going to try to just run up and stab him in the neck or something. Okay, go for it. I get advantage with flanking, right? Because they're are they kind of flanking him? If I'm depending on where you put yourself, Damien is still uh, positioned right in front of him. Yeah, and then Chatwin's on the other side. So if I just come up next to Damien, would it be? I'll say yes, because technically, no. If Damien's exactly on the opposite side, because they're technically supposed to be on the exact opposite side, but I'm not gonna make you stick to that. You've got two friends on them. Um, I would say that would provide you with Damien right next to you. That would provide you the advantage for the sneak attack. Gotcha. Uh, that is a 16 on the die plus 521. That is going to hit. Perfect. I was plus two, but I don't need it right now. I am going to do a couple of things. Uh, do my dagger damage plus sneak attack. Uh, plus, I'm gonna pump a, I'm gonna pump a divine smite into this bad boy. Oh boy, go for it, sir! It's two d eights for divine smite. What level is the smite at? Just first, it's uh, you can expend one soul slot to deal an extra two d eight, one for each spell slot higher. Yeah. Perfect. And then the modifier for my dagger four. So I run up just kind of pop up behind this guy and I stab him in the throat for 25 points of damage. Oof. Kill him. Get him, Rubo. Shit. That's that's a lot of damage. <laughs> I'm sick of all these motherfucking dogs on our motherfucking boat. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. Um, yeah, you, you stab into the throat and you do miss the windpipe but you do stab clean through like the side here mm -hmm. and essentially come through with enough force to just kind of tear through the side of the the neck uh not necessarily damaging the esophagus in any way but you do manage to cause quite a bit of blood flow with that one uh as he starts flailing a little harder perfect i very specifically have already said that i was naked and only had my single dagger with me, so I'm not. I can't. I'm not going to offhand attack. A bonus action I can use. Uh, yeah, I'm going to just disengage and back up. Okay, we will move into the hallway, and Elon, this dog is going to attempt to take a chunk out of you this time. Bring it. That is a. Uh, that's not good. That's a seven to hit. <laughs> Yeah, no, it does not hit. <laughs> yeah, so uh, it just watched its friend die. It's very pissed off, and you nearly took a chunk out of it. 
or you took a pretty decent chunk out of it. So it lunges at you a bit too recklessly and misses and you manage to sidestep out of the way before it can chomp down on your leg. Yeah, down doggy. And with that, we move back to Damien. Yeah, Damien's just gonna punch this guy again, this time in the head. Alrighty. Try and knock him unconscious. Go for it. What's a 22? 22 hits. Roll for damage. That's a five. Five? Okay. And he's starting to look a little rough as there's a little bit of blood that starts trickling from his nose, but uh, he's still hanging in there. He also gets disadvantage on attack rolls against targets other than me. Oh, fantastic. Because of my thunder gauntlet. Get hit in the face. Awesome. All right. Uh, Chatwin, we move back to you. Great. So does he automatically take more fire damage since he's touching me? Or how often does that happen? Let me look up the... I don't think it specifies. It says when they first enter the space... Any creature takes fire damage equal to your charisma modifier if it hits you with a melee attack from within five feet of you or if it touches you, is the wording. Well, he just stabbed you, so that would that would count. Okay, so he takes in the... So on his turn, when he hit me with that dagger, he would take four fire damage automatically. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I'll keep track of that. Does he also take it on my turn when he's in contact with me? I don't think so. It sounds like a he takes four damage every time he's within. Like once per round, pretty much? Yeah. Okay, gotcha. That makes sense. Okay, I will go ahead and cast Mind Spike at second level on this guy. Alrighty, I'm assuming there's a saving throw associated with that. Yes, wisdom save. Got it. That's a natural 20. (gasps) Motherfucker! He's not playing mind games today. (laughs) All my goddamn spells. Jesus Christ. Ugh, I'm so upset. God damn it. Yeah, I don't have anything else that, yeah. I just kind of, um, still holding him in the headlock, um, take my hand off his face and go, fuck him, and raise my hand and psychic energy forms in it, but it just dispels itself when the spell fails. Motherfucker. And he kind of just gives you, like, he doesn't say anything, but you see him kind of look up at you and there's this, like, cocky smirk on his face. I squeeze tighter around his throat. Not to do, I can't do any damage by doing that. Just to, shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Fantastic. (laughs) That's, that's, that's all I got. My Freedia's aura is already active. All right. And we move on to him and he sort of removes the knife from your side, Chatwin. And... He is going to sort of shift his weight suddenly forward, kind of jolting you forward with him as he moves to take a couple attacks at Damien. Trying to see if this will get him out of this. That's... Damn. That first attack is an 11 to hit. That will not hit. Alrighty. So he swipes a little, just a little bit out of reach. The first time. Patty with my shield. Mm-hmm. Second attack. It's gonna be... That's a little better. I have an AC of 12. That's a 13, so that's just gonna do it, sir. Can I silvery barbs him? You may. I just want to give this motherfucker disadvantage on his next roll. Yeah, so he... I'm. Let me just make sure I'm doing this right. Yeah, so just make him roll that again, and he has to use the lower roll. Um, and then I'm going to give all... Can I see Alon? 
Yeah, because you're a little bit out of the door, so you would be able to see Aelon and Thelthu. Okay, great. I will, um, just for silvery barbs, I just, just rainbow light weave from my fingers and just wraps around the dagger and just kind of moves it, um, for a second, uh, in a way of giving him disadvantage. It kind of throws him off his game a bit. And then I point, and then still holding, I turn and I point down the hall, and that same rainbow light comes out of my finger and just um, weaves through the air to Aelon. Fantastic. Wait, so what does that do? You have advantage on your next um, attack roll, ability check, or saving throw. Cool, so I got the magic of the rainbow. So your arm is just cloaked in rainbow light right now. Alon's eating Skittles. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Proof that Alon is not straight. <laughs> Chat, when you watch him sort of grunt out in like frustration as um, you just like slightly pulling on the dagger manages to prevent him from bypassing Damien's shield and he clangs against the metal again. Uh, he rolled a natural two for the second one. Yes! <laughs> Finally, I did something. He's rolling well for the mental saves, but any attacks are rolling like shit. This guy's got a strong mind. I can't crack it. Apparently not. But Thelthu, your go. Yeah, I mean, there's what one more dog in the hallway? Yes. Yeah, I'll just uh, cast another Guiding Bolt at it. Alrighty, roll the hit, sir. Dun, dun, dun. That is a 19. 19 will hit. Cool. Uh, 46. That is 11 damage, radiant, and the next attack against it has advantage as magic arrow appears on the bow, knocks, and fires. Alrighty. Fantastic. You fire the arrow, and it pierces the side of the dog, and one head kind of looks back at you and snarls again, uh, as the other is still uh, focused on Elon. As we, speaking of, move to the top of the round, and Elon, it is your turn. Okay, so I have advantage if I attack this dog, but I also have advantage just attacking. So how far away is this guy? You didn't move, so I think you were about 10 feet from Chatwin and the guy. Okay. How hurt does the guy look? How hurt does the dog look? Dog is definitely looking worse for wear than the dude. Dude's got quite a few wounds already, but he's still, he doesn't look super worried yet. He's still smiling through the pain. Whereas the dog is, it's got quite a few wounds on it. It looks like it's contemplating its life choices, we will say. <laughs> okay. Am I allowed to know that the, like, at that advantage I gotten from chat one, how long that lasts? Is it just my next move? It lasts for one minute. One minute. Wow. Okay. Um. Then, yeah, I guess I'll attack this dog with an attack. Alrighty. Go for it. Long sword and I have advantage. I I got a crit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Uh. So what? Do, every DM is different. How are you doing your damage? Roll uh double the amount of dice. Okay. So two d8s, two and a six. So eight plus six is a fourteen. Do I need to roll my second attack? You do. All right. Uh, this is still advantage, right? So a nine for the first roll, an eight for. So a nine plus a nine is 18 hit. That hits. And oh, that is not a D6. Four plus six is a 10. Damage or 10 was the damage. That was a 10. A 10 was the damage. 18. Yeah, 18 to hit, 10 for the damage. Okay. 
Yep, floor is yours. How are you ending the dog? I'm not quite sure, honestly. Like, so I know that the dog was illuminated by Thelthu. I'm probably like putting my sword right in the same hole that of Thelthu's like arrow was shot. And then I'm just pushing through the rest of the other way and just cutting it into two. Yeah, so you actually managed to, with the dog sort of coming very close to the leg, you managed to, with one sword, sort of reach around and stab it through the rest of the hole where the arrow pierced the side of the dog. You push the other sword in and with both kind of sort of cross-cutting, manage to bisect this dog and you have two halves of dog on the floor. Yeah, um, Elon's also running up to the next guy and I'm just going to, it seems like they're trying to capture him. Uh, he's not restrained anymore? No, but he is grappled still. Okay, yeah, I'm just gonna hit him with my fists and try to also, like, incapacitate him. Okay, did you use both attacks on the dog? I, I use one attack with two, my two swords. Got it, okay. Yeah, go ahead. Alright, what do I roll? A d20 plus what? My strength modifier? Yes, d20 plus strength. Okay. And I have advantage. I rolled a 2 that time. Uh, 15. So 15 plus 5. Unnatural 20 to hit. That is going to hit, yes. And what do I do for damage on unarmed? Sorry, I'm new to unarmed, so. No, you're good. Uh, That's just going to be a d4 plus your strength. D4. Awesome. Oh no, I couldn't find D4. Okay. Alrighty. Uh, a three plus my strength modifier is a five, so eight bludgeoning, I think. Okay. I just come up and like punch him in the gut and suck all the air out of it. Again, you hear sort of like a muffled <clears throat> as Chatwin's still holding him still. And we come up to Rubo. Okay. I am disengaged back from this guy, right? And how hurt is he looking? He's looking pretty hurt at this point. Is anybody else looking hurt? Um, anyone that you can see? I think it's just Chatwin and Damien. Yeah, Chatwin got stabbed. Damien's fine. But other than that, I think everyone's fine. Because Elon didn't get hit either. Okay, I was kind of double checking. I mean, I have a little wound, but... <laughs> Yeah, but I can't see you guys right now. True. Yeah, you're still in the hallway, Thelthu. Hmm. I am unsure what to do here. Uh, I don't know. I don't, we don't really want to kill this guy. I guess can I, like, does he seem, like, really, like, hanging on by a thread or, like? Um, yeah, he's uh, not necessarily, like, hanging on by a thread. Like, the next hit will drop him. But he's he's looking like he's getting close to it. Okay. Can I, like, walk over, like, a, I think I should have the movement for it. Like, the few steps to my stuff, pick up a second dagger, and then come back over? I would say so. Yeah, you can. <laughs> okay. I, like, quickly grab a second dagger, I come back over, and I'm just going to stab him twice. <laughs> once in my offhand. Go for it. Am I still in, like, a flanking position with Chatwin on the other side, or does she disengage from him? So there's like three people on the sky right now at this point. Yeah. So Chatwin still has him in the headlock. Damien is still right in front of him. And Elon has come up and punched this dude in the face now. So my guess is, is if you're going to get in there, you're probably going to be able to get in between Elon and Damien. And that'll give you close enough proximity to your friends to give you. Okay. 
Then I've got a 22 to hit for the first one. Yep, that hits. And my offhand is also 22. That'll hit. Perfect. I will... I'm not going to pump anything special into it. I'm just going to stab this guy. Well, that's a one on both of the D4s, but that's okay. So that's five. So it's six points of damage total. Okay. Not super good. <laughs> With both daggers? Yeah, because it's a D4 plus four for one, and it's, I guess that's, so it's five, and then your offhand is just what you're rolling the die, which is a one. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, he's still standing. Oh, no, I get my sneak attack with the flanking, right? So I get two more D6. Yes, you do. But that's just for one of the hits. Yeah. So uh, 10 more points of damage, so 16 total. Okay. Yeah. He's looking even more hurt as you stab him two times, but he's he's still there. Perfect. Now he looks like he's hanging on by a thread, though. Cool. And uh, I think I just kind of look at Damien. And I'm like, Damien, take, just take him down. I don't... Uh, do we do we want to kill him? Maybe Maybe just... He looks like he's a weakling who's... You're dead now. All right, I'll take him out. That's it for me. All right, and he does kind of look at you as you say that, and he goes, and he sort of, like, he spits blood out of his mouth. He goes, I'm not talking. You don't kill me, do it. And both dogs are dead. So, Damien, we move to you. I'm going to knock this dude out. Okay. Roll a hit. Uh, that's a 14. That will not hit, actually. <laughs> you whiffed it. So, as you go to... <laughs> Damien, you're blessed. You're blessed. Oh, Roll that's right. Before. Use the bless. I also get extra attack, so let's do the 1d4. That's uh, a 4, so 18. That will hit. Yay! Yeah. For 6 bludgeoning in the face. He's still up. Then I'll take my second attack. That one's a 16. That actually is his armor class. Oh, rip. So. Did you roll a d4? I can use bless multiple times too. Yeah, bless on any any attack. So add two. Yep. So that'll that'll hit. Yeah. That one's nine. <laughs> um. Yep. He's gone. Knock his ass unconscious. <laughs> Little Sonic babe comes out of the fist and scrambles his brain, and be like, "Good night, there, sweet thing." So we want to tie him up and try to question him. I say we just throw him overboard. Uh. Yeah. Do you know him, Chatwin? You seem no, Rubo. He was looking at you. I'm making strong eye contact with Rubo. I am not looking at him. <laughs> well, I mean, and I just like <laughs> look down at myself. Speaking of, and I walk back and start putting. <laughs> I, I, I walk back over towards my clothes and start getting dressed. <laughs> yeah, you should probably go put some pants on. Oh, Elon! I did. Oh, and I like quickly am putting my pants on. <laughs> Fantastic. Elon's gonna turn turn behind him, look at Thelthu. It's like, Yarm okay? Oh, it's fine. Wouldn't worry about it. Do we have any idea what that was about? I, I mean, he was glaring at Ruba. I'm gonna search his body. Alrighty. Uh, go ahead and give me an investigation check, ma'am. That's what I'm good at. Ooh, baby. That is going to be a dirty 20. Dirty 20? Fantastic. So, hang on real quick. So, as you start searching the body, you're going to go ahead and you're going to start searching. And at first, you sort of rifle through pockets. You find a couple vials of a greenish liquid that look like poison. A slip of paper that appears to have nothing on it. And then you search the other pocket and you find 
uh, before you reach into the pocket, you find a, a pouch tied to his belt loop containing, if you open it up, it contains 50 gold and a pin with an, a pin that looks very similar to Rubo's. It's in an eye shape and has a red gem sort of dangling down from it. But this one is in silver, not gold. Rubo, what is this? Um, jewelry, it looks like. Does Rubo openly wear the brooch? Yeah, it's, yeah. it's been very openly displayed on his... It's my holy symbol. Rubo, what? Huh, what? Motion between the two of them. Oh shit, those do look pretty similar. Yeah! Oh, there's nothing else on him? Yes, there is one more thing, but Rubo, really quick, give me a perception check and look as you sort of look back towards the guy again. Um, uh, 18 total. 18? This is the same guy that chased you out of the the bar when you ran from Sea Reach. Yeah, Nathan remembered that. <laughs> I think Ruba, Ruba, Ruba's staring at him. He's like, this guy looks familiar. I don't... And I kind of walk out into the hallway and I got my pants on. I see the dogs and I'm like, oh, I do know this guy. What the fuck happens sneaking onto the ship trying to kill you? I don't know. He tried to kill me before, but I got away. You don't know? I, I don't actually know who he is. Cool. I, I take it and I'm like, put it put it next to mine. I'm like, they're like the same thing, just different colors. And chat one, as you reach back into the final pocket, you feel what looks what feels like a jar. It's a little bigger. And as you pull it out, you realize that um, Aliana's in the jar, lying there. She looks unconscious. <gasps> ah! <laughs> I'm opening it up. Ali, I'm sorry. I'm. Erlon <laughs> in his girly, his voice is like, "Hey, yo, that's mine." <laughs> I just kind of gently as I can dump her out into my hands. Um, yeah, she looks like she's um very barely clinging to life. Her breathing's a bit shallow. Ah, Dale Sue, Dale Sue, ah, ah, oh. ah. Uh, I, I, I quickly reach over and I'll, I'll cast Lay on Hands. I'll use my Lay on Hands and I'll pump 10 points of, of life into her. I don't know if how much helps her. I don't know if she has a lot of hit points. It's better than nothing. But I'll give her 10. Yeah, I'll give her 10. Yeah, you pump the hit points into her and you see her kind of gasp and her eyes open and she's just... Uh, 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 Aliana, oh, are you alright? Uh, and she kind of looks between all of you and is sort of blinking very rapidly as you see she's kind of trying to piece together what the hell happened. Uh, Elon? Yeah, I'm here. I'm not going exploring anymore. Yeah, um, yep, yep, yeah, come here, here. Um, and she will clamber onto your, your hand and sort of cling to your thumb. Yeah, he's just, he's gonna hold her for right now with intent of very, a, a lot of protection. Um, I'll probably put her in my hair later, but for now I'm just gonna look at her and just like, are you okay? What happened? Uh, well, um, remember how I told you I went exploring the other day? Uh-huh. Well, I didn't find anything particularly interesting, so I kept doing it, and I, um... And something interesting found you, then? Kind of sort of. I um I did find something interesting. I found a, a sort of area, sort of built into the side of the ship that he was camping out in. But he spotted me because there wasn't really much room in it, and 
Well, I'm tiny, so... You seen he stowed away and you, uh, okay. Yeah, I found him and he put me in a fucking jar. Oh, great, yeah. I don't okay. think he quite knew what I was. Um, it's my votes that we tie rocks to his ankles and throw him off the ship. We need to know why he was chasing Rubo, right? Yeah, we should try to get some information. I don't think tying him to rocks and throwing him off the ship is right. Yeah, I mean, it is the second time he's tried to kill me. There's there's probably some reason. Actually, I do have a better idea. Um, we all don't mention Aliana, obviously, but I'm I can go wake up the captain and tell him a stowaway's on the boat, or at least somebody, one of his men attacked us, see what he says. Well, if it was built onto the ship, he might know about it. I doubt that is something a ship, a captain would miss. Aliana, could we see the area where you found him? Um, I can, I can show you. Yeah. Uh, I'll hold on to you so you don't gotta worry. Okay, okay. Yeah, just, um, that scared me. Don't do that again. Thanks. Um, trust me, um, I'd rather not suffocate in a jar, thank you. Mm-hmm. So I guess uh, we'll try to go to the area that she is. She she was found. I guess is a good way to put it. Okay. What are we doing with the uh, guy? You want to tie him up and put him in a cabin, and for right now, while we investigate where he was. Okay. All right. Um, I have some rope. I'll grab him by the collar and drag him to my room real quick. And can I can I put him on his stomach and hog tie him? You absolutely can. <laughs> Mommy Chatwood. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I couldn't help it. Chatwood's a rigger. Everyone is thirsty tonight. Everyone's so thirsty. <laughs> First all the Rulon comments and now this. And this is my average this is my average, you know, humility, so Sorry, Elon, I don't really swing that way. Uh <laughs> Uh, it's okay. I don't know which way I swing yet. <laughs> oh, that's fun. <laughs> anyway, smog time. <laughs> anyway, what is what is it? What do you mean by swinging? And like, I heard of people called swingers. Is is that okay? <laughs> <laughs> um, Elon. I, yeah, I can't have this conversation. <laughs> Why not? Um, I want to know. I'll <laughs> tie the guy and move on. <laughs> um, as you're finishing up. Uh, hog tying him, Santhavek is gonna kind of pop into your mind for a second and be like, if you want to beat your enemies that are waiting on the other shore, you're going to want to get better at, um, you know, breaking minds. Yeah, I reach. Has anyone seen my other glove? I took it off. It's stuck in this guy's eye socket. <laughs> would, would I have seen where she dropped it? Since I was the first one there? With your passive, you would have been able to see it kind of uh, got moved into the corner of the room and in, in the scuffle, but it's still pretty close. I'll go pick it up and take it over to her. There you go. And Chatwin puts the glove back on. Yeah, she did that on her camera. <laughs> yes, but the audience can't see that. Exactly. <laughs> anyway, as you guys kind of move on to go investigate the the thing i think that's where we're gonna leave it for tonight ladies and gentlemen so thank you all so much for listening subscribe to the podcast and if you want more of us be sure to follow us on social media we are chronicles of kriath pod on facebook instagram twitter and tiktok all one word all lowercase 
And we also have a Patreon. So if you would like to go ahead and head over to our Patreon, you can find some fun bonus content that won't be available on this feed. But in the meantime, thank you all again so much for listening, and we will see you next time. Bye! Bye-bye! Bye! Goodbye! Bye-bye!